As you very often do as Principal Obo, you mm-hmm. have a huge role in one of the pieces this week, Rossini's Overture to L'Italiana in Algeri. Tell us about that one. Oh, I love this excerpt. It's really, really fun. Um, I say excerpt, of course, because, you know, the first time you learn these great big solos, of course, is when you're learning them with your teacher. And um, you study them in a very different way. You don't study them being surrounded by a hundred of your best friends. Looking at you, Jeff Beecher. (laughs) (laughs) But um, instead, you study them for um, the art of the phrase within the piece. So this one is all about pretending you're a singer on the stage of the Met. And how do you go about being a singer while you play the oboe? A little difficult. (laughs) Sarah, with all those instrumental quirks of the oboe, carving reeds and getting, you know, this beautiful sound that you've amazingly mastered, Mm -hmm. even if you set all that instrumentalism aside, how did you go about learning how to shape a phrase as beautifully as you do? Well, first of all, that's very kind. Um, It really comes from the fact that with the oboe, we have to use our vibrato in a certain way. And so, and the vibrato comes from very diff- various different places in our bodies. So there's maybe four or five different locations, starting from the very, very top of your neck in the soft palate and using your uvula and your throat, and then, of course, the, the bottom of your throat and um, your chest, and then maybe the lower cavity of your chest, and then all the way down to your diaphragm, and they all make very, very different sounds. So um, the spin of the phrase is really the key. And so that is mostly what I worked on with my teachers was how to start a note with your reed and your air. And then, of course, spinning the phrase just like a singer would. So we always, um, you know, I do this with my students. And, of course, it's how I was taught with my teachers. We always practice long tones for this exact reason where we start a note from nothing. And we use our vibrato and our air to spin the phrase right to the very top. Of course, you never, never give the phrase away like any great singer would never give the phrase away. Oh my goodness. What, what do you mean by that? Well, you, you don't really ever peek because if you peek, then you give away the great big secret. You just hold them. Would you like to demonstrate for us? Sure. Okay, so first, for our listeners, because we've talked a lot about vibrato, let's show what that is. Sure. So maybe what I'll do first is um, I'll play a note without vibrato, and then I'll play it again with vibrato added. So it's the oscillation in the sound. Exactly. Which part of your body were you generating that vibrato from? That was from the middle part of my chest, just mostly because of the register that it was in the elbow. So when you play something as familiar to you as Rossini that I know you spent thousands of hours on or even in performance, are you recalling that in your mind or are you just, are you just playing and, and you've spent so much time developing you know, the, the understanding of where it comes from in your body that it just happens? Well, I would love to say that it just happens, but of course these are things that you think about yeah. and mostly in the practice room so that I don't think about them on stage. On stage I'm just um, I'm trying to be you know, an actress or an opera singer or part of the team or, you know, part of the um, group ensemble. But um, in my practice room, that's all I think about. Sarah, could you indulge me and play your beautiful solo from Rossini? Of course. So this will be Sarah spinning the phrase. (laughs) 
Beautiful. Sarah, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Lots of fun.